In that day, there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria. The Assyrians will go to Egypt and the Egyptians to Assyria. The Egyptians and Assyrians will worship together. In that day, Israel will be the third, along with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing on the earth. The Lord Almighty will bless them, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people, Assyria, my handiwork, and Israel, my inheritance. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. The child's mother and father marveled at what was said about him. just a number of the songs that Luke's gospel presents. And we were just reading from Luke 1 and Luke 2 that Mary, as she is made part of this Christmas story, her, her voice, her heart fills, and she sings a beautiful song Harriet shared with us. As Zachariah is approached by the angel, told about the son, John the Baptist. Then he breaks into song in response to that prophetic word of Isaiah. He responds in a song of praise, and his song is in two parts. He speaks of Jesus, 
and of John who will prepare the way. Simeon sees this child. and He breaks forth in song of praise. And we'll see the song of the angels and the song of the shepherds. There is a, re- a recognition of Christmas and Christmas songs, Christmas carols that comes together. That is, is biblical and appropriate and natural to respond in song to the wonder of what God has doing. And that's one of the, God is doing. And that's one of the lovely things about Christmas is the music, the song. And I suggest to you, even at the mall, you're wandering about, maybe distracted, they will be playing Christmas carols in between things. And sometimes you wonder, really, is that helpful at all? Is that not? The sense of people hearing the hope of salvation is, is a good thing. Though, yeah, it, it maybe loses its focus for many, still it's there. And it's a part of Christmas. That's a vital part. Also, there are also very nice and newer songs of faith coming out in relation to Christmas. We know the more traditional ones, but that continues to be a response of God's people. I read one music critic was saying, too, that the wonderful thing regarding this time of year is that there is an endless treasure of beautiful music. And the music touches all moods and it brings that central story of salvation in many different ways. Last night we were privileged to join my son Stephen and the New West Choir in Calgary. They had their Christmas concert and they began this beautiful, quiet cello solo. Just lovely, one of the carols. And then the very next number... This very gifted electric guitar player led in a guitar solo <laughs> that was loud and whoa, it was just, ah, what is this, right? But it was for, for yeah, I know our boys enjoyed it and, and Stephen said too afterwards, did you hear that guy? <laughs> and it was it was a Christmas song, but it was on the more, yeah, progressive side. Never actually heard one like that before. But, and then it went on to the more traditional and back and forth. And there was a black gospel lady who, who sang a black gospel Christmas carol for us. And it was great. And so that sense of, of singing, responding to all that God is doing in, in song. And we had that thought with some of the Handel's Messiah parts of our Advent, that classical song. But I know I was talking to some of the young people after the, the first or second service, and they said, too, what is that, that classical, what is that music, right? But again, it speaks to different people in different ways, but it brings out all kinds of aspects of God's grace and love and the message of salvation going out to all people. We notice in Luke especially, he has these songs of Christmas. And as he brings those forward, 
there is some underlying sense of, of how Christmas strikes us. And just to, to draw those uh, a, a few key principles together, the first one is glory. And within our tradition too, and the song of the angel, glory to God, irizahot, a different language, beautiful song, Christmas songs should be glorious. They have to have that sense of the glory of God, the angels singing over the fields, glory to God in the highest. Simeon, the passage that Paul just read, speaks also of glory, that God is doing a glorious thing throughout the world. And so we sang the response to that, joy to the world. That's the heart of Christmas expressed in song by Simeon, and we continue to sing glory to God. That sense of God's glory comes through in the Greek word doxa, meaning glory, and, and what the, the picture of that, what is it to, to give God glory? Yeah, to sing, absolutely. But the, the, the sense of it is, is to give it weight, to give something weight, to make it heavy, to make it important. And so, so if we are giving God glory, also in our song, in our worship, in our lives, is to give God's work, God's word, God's will, weight, priority in our lives. And that's the sense, too, of, of acknowledging this humble birth of the Savior as the most important thing that, that has happened in this world, God coming to save. And we give that event Priority, weight, importance. And we do that in song and in worship and in how we celebrate. So we glorify God by making his work, his way, his will glorious in our lives. That he is the most important thing and his love for us takes center place. And our humble response is what our lives are called to. The glory of the Lord deserves our full attention and we give glory in song too at Christmas. There's also very much the sense of, of promise in the songs. The songs that Zechariah sings, the songs that are, are included in Luke have the sense of, of what God has done in the past and what God will continue to do, that God is faithful to his promises. He said he would come and save, and here he is. And out of that as well, Jesus said, believe in me and you will be saved. And we can trust in that promise. And the sense of Jesus who will come again in glory to make all things new. So that comes through as the songs of the Messiah, the songs of Christmas, are proclaimed by Zechariah, by Mary, by Simeon. That promise from the past has been fulfilled and that opens a beautiful future for us. And so we can be confident in our faith as we go forward in faith, celebrating Christmas every year, but then just seeing too God continuing to work in our lives and in this world. And so that sense of promise, of faith, of hope is part of those songs. Finally, there's a real sense of trust in the songs of Luke 
and really in Christmas carols too. Mary's song really touches on that, trusting that God who called her to be the mother of the Savior would carry her through that awesome responsibility. And there she put her trust in God, seeing how her life is guided and that the purposes of God are being fulfilled as she trusts in him. So that sense of our faith at Christmas, we looked at it a little bit this morning, that we can trust in this God, that the songs that we sing can even be sung in dark times, in difficult times, in uncertain times, because we know God is there, God is faithful, God is loving. And so that sense of trust fills our hearts with song again. I wonder if sometimes we would be singing Christmas carols in heaven. The suggestion is that the songs in heaven would be, would be even more magnificent. They would be amazing. But yet the songs we sing, that we sing the songs of Christmas with joy in our hearts, giving glory to God. Let's pray together. Almighty God, dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for your love and your grace. And on this evening too, this afternoon, as we gather and we too hear the songs from the Gospel of Luke and reflect too, joining in the songs that we love to sing, we sense too how you are our Savior, Lord Jesus, and how you, God, have been so faithful to us and continue to be faithful, even as we can meet here in this church in Lacombe to celebrate this Christmas season. We pray that in our celebrations, in our families, music takes such a big part that we can. If there's a tradition within a family of singing together, to just do that with joy. And if there's tradition too, just to listen to, to different uh, music, Lord, that we appreciate too, to, to different tastes of others as we celebrate the Christmas season, recognizing, first of all, too, that you put a song in our heart, that we can have that assurance that you are the God who loves us and forgives us and guides us as we put our hope, our trust in you. We thank you for that rich blessing again this Christmas season. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.